What's going on, everybody? This is Jonathan Davis, and this is the Collab District, episode two. Stay tuned. So, man, I had a great weekend. Uh, start the show with the weekend wrap up. Um, <laughs> played 36 holes of golf for the first time, and if you haven't played golf, um, it's a tough game <laughs> mentally, and if you don't know, it is pretty tough physically, too. I never played 36 holes back to back, so um, I'm been playing golf for like I don't know since the pandemic started a couple years ago. It was like the only thing that wasn't <laughs> that wasn't closed. So I picked up the game. I'm not good. I'm terrible. Um, but for some reason on Friday, um, I caught a little hot streak and played pretty well. But um, of course, I couldn't replicate that on Saturday, and that's why I'm not a professional. I don't necessarily enjoy doing things um, that I'm not particularly good at or don't even show signs of being good at, but something with golf just um, keeps me coming back. Um, There's that saying that there's that one shot that you hit that always makes you come back. And uh, for some reason, um, I enjoy it. Um, It's I don't know if it's more about the game or if it's just kind of like being out there, Um, being out there living in Southern California. We always have beautiful weather nice scenery, um, usually golf with a couple people, so it's a good camaraderie, and it's just usually a good time. Um, You kind of have to focus and disconnect from the world for like four to five hours because you really do have to um, try to focus because hitting that golf ball with the club is (laughs) harder than you think, but but no, I had a good time more than anything, Um, and also, man, I got to see my daughter play her first volleyball game in high school, which is surreal. Um, how old she's gotten, and her first game was at my alma mater, so that was kind of cool and surreal to see her perform and compete in the same gym that I did. Um, It's funny how things work, but um, looking forward to her high school volleyball season. And um, last but not least, man, shout out to Marcus Bustillos, who is a VC elite alum. We had lunch with him on Saturday, um, as he's about to head to Arizona State University to study in business law. Um, he's a great kid, um, model citizen, man, comes from a good family of entrepreneurs. So um, wish him wish him well. Everybody in the VC Elite family, we got another kid that's um, going off to college, uh, not to play sports, but not always about that sometimes the career ends but um, he's decided to continue his education um, in hot ass Arizona so we wish him uh, well and congratulations Marcus so we'll be back with more episode two on episode two I'll be talking about starting a business and I'm not talking about from the aspects of like the steps to start a business I think there's can be enough research done to to get that done and I think there's so many different ways um, to create a business but I'm talking about some of the other things that and decisions and sacrifices and uh, support that you have to have Um, so stay tuned episode two starting a business next
We're back. We're back. Episode two, Collab District Podcast, man. Talking about starting a business. Um, and again, not really talking about from the aspect of like how to start a business and what type of business to start as far as LLC or escort, nonprofit. Um, we can talk about that on a different day. But what I'm talking about when you finally make that decision to take the leap of faith in yourself or your product or, or what you believe in, um, because that's for me, I believe that that's the first thing that has to happen is that you have to jump in the water, so to speak, to know if you can swim. Um, sometimes people take calculated jumps and they have safety nets. Sometimes people just completely bet on themselves. Um, I had a lot of help. I had a lot of family help when I started my construction business 14 years ago. Um, but I had to eventually take that, that leap of faith, um, which it takes a level of self-confidence to just to believe in yourself um, that you can build something um, and take something from a thought to a business plan to executing the plan. Um, it, you have to have some type of self-confidence in yourself to to um, to create a business um, because uh, once you create a business, you know a lot of things change within your uh, world. Um, you know and. One of those things is like, why did you create your business? You know, is it, are you passionate about something? Did you inherit a business? Um, or do you just have like a great concept or product that you really feel can make a difference? Uh, for me, um, I, I wanted to be an employer in my community and great jobs. Uh, when I started my business in Florida, um, I've always wanted to come back to where I call home because again, when you take that leap of faith, you don't take that leap of faith thinking that you're not going to have some success. And if I wanted to have success and be um, create a job creator in my community, you know, Jacksonville, Florida was not my community. Um, so, you know, when I got the opportunity to move back home um, and start my business, um, I definitely, you know, one of the goals was to be an employer in in the community, which we've successfully done. Um, also, my construction business is a family legacy. Um, my grandfather was a roofing and construction contractor. Um, and so it was also family legacy for me, like trying to uphold that family legacy once I got the opportunity to work for uh, one of my uncles and, and see what the the legacy was about, you know, and, you know, roofing is one of those things, construction is one of those things in industries that, is, especially as the world's changing a lot, like every building has to have a roof and, you know, roof expires. So it's one of those things where I got into it also for the family legacy of it and, you know, knowing that it's a, it's a market that doesn't, shouldn't really change or, or, or ever like phase out. So it was, it was a business and that could be solidified for a long time. And I've been in business for 14 years now, uh, which is definitely a blessing in itself. And also I, you know, I have a lot of ambition. Um, I, I, I don't know exactly where it comes from. Um, probably know more as I, you know, talk more about on this podcast, but man, I just have a lot of ambition. Um, there's a lot of things that I've always wanted to do in life and that takes money. Um, and so the, I also started a business because I wanted to make money to support 
some of my other interests, whether it's uh, VCLE, whether it's, you know, um, taking care of, of my family, you know, the way that I, that I'm able to. And, um, whether it's basketball, donating to the community, whatever it may be, like the things that, you know, a lot of things that you want to do in life take money. So the construction company was always also to a tool to make money to support my other ambitions. So when starting a business, I mean, again, you have to take a, a, a huge leap of faith, jumping in the water, um, seeing if you can swim with or without a safety vest on, you know, and I think that you also need to understand your whys, you know, and, and why you're starting your business. Um, because as you, you know, go through your business journey, um, the whys help you through the hard times um, or difficult times. And they also help you keep going when it's successful. So I think you should understand the whys of starting a business as well. Also, when starting a business, you have to make that conscious decision to know that you're going from a lifestyle of, you know, working for a company and collecting a check to having to be the person to go out and create a check. And I believe you can, you know, have businesses, side businesses, and, uh, you know, still uh, collect a check. I'm not against that. I'm all for the different types of hustle for sure, but um, I don't believe you can serve two things. And so you have to get to the point where you believe in yourself enough to create the check versus collecting the check. And there's no, there's no judgment from me either, either way, because I think both need each other. I think people who create the check need people who collect checks and who are the team members and employees of those companies and the people who are comfortable and hustle with collecting a check need those people who create checks to have businesses and be entrepreneurs to create job opportunities for them to collect a check. So I, I, there's no judgment on it. It's just a reality of creating a check versus collecting a check. I think there's a lot of pressure that comes with creating, um, creating a check because, um, when you start a business and, you know, more times than not, like, you're starting from a ground zero level, um, and there's a lot of pressure with creating a check, not only for yourself, but for those employees who depend on you um, that collect a check. So there's a lot of pressure that comes with creating a check that you have to be willing to accept but I also be believe that pressure builds endurance to handle and manage um, the pressures that come to you in your journey of, of starting and running a business um, because pressure is good um, to me. I mean, I, I've, al I've always invited the pressure. I've not always handled it well, but more times than not, knowing that the pressure's there to create a check and that people depend on me um, to play my role within the business. Um, you know, it, 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 for me, it, drive, it drives me. Um, and and there comes, there's a, there's a level of humbleness 
that comes with that and a level of drive that comes when, you know, I'm human, so I, there's times when I don't want to do shit. Um, but knowing that I have to play my role in creating the check uh, for not only for myself but for others, like, it, it helps, um, you know, um, handle the pressure. Um, and the stress, which is, the, is another topic that um, comes with the business. Um, I think a lot of people now in 2022 try to live like this stress-free life, but um, that may or may not be possible, but owning a business, I don't, stress is, is inevitable, and I don't believe that it's about avoiding the stress, but it's more about like managing the stress. And I believe that stress can be managed in a lot of different ways. Um, it's all about how you go about, you know, managing the stress. Um, there's a lot of different ways to manage the stress. For me, I think that you should have good distractions, um, good hobbies, you know, spend time with family and friends. Um, success also helps <laughs> with uh, managing stress. Um, more recently for me, therapy has helped with managing the stress. So I think that having healthy distractions um, helps manage the, manage the stress. Um, and also like reaching out and talking, having someone that you feel safe with that you can speak to about your stress because I believe and I've known personally from just kind of like bottling things in, um, they don't always come out the right way. So you know, whether that's a therapist, whether that's a partner, whether that's a group of people, wherever you feel safe, I think that it's definitely helps when you don't have to hold all the stress in when there's someone where you can just verbally get it out to without any judgment is when I mean uh, somewhere uh, safe places, you know, somewhere where you can discuss your stresses without judgment is, is a safe place in my opinion. So you know, managing, you know, stress is definitely inevitable. It happens. I mean, there's different levels of stress. The more, the, the most thing is <laughs> the more money, the more problems that, that is true. Uh, the more money, the more success, the more stress. It's just different type of stress. You go from, you know, like we just talked about creating a check, you know, and, and starting at the ground floor, just trying to create payroll to where, you know, you, you know, that, you know, 14 years into a business, that thing is, you know, that side of the business is not as stressful. And now you're managing employees and, and inflation and and all these different aspects, supply chain issues. So the stress is always going to be there. It's about how you manage it. And as a person who has been in business for 14 years and, um, you know, I've learned to deal with stress different ways. Um, and I think more recently um, in my development, my journey, because it never ends, um, I've been handling the stress um, a lot more effectively by having uh, healthy distractions, you know, attending therapy uh, when life calls on it, um, and just having good hobbies and good, and, and most of all, good support and, and having a partner that I feel safe with, that I can discuss uh, stress with and, and, and sometimes even get feedback on it. So managing stress is definitely... Um, a key element when you're when you're you know starting a business you know developing a business and also growing and running a business 
What's going on? We're back talking about starting businesses and the things that really happen behind the scenes of starting the businesses and the decisions that you have to make. And one of the biggest things for for a person or people um, is finding that, you know, work-life balance, uh, which is very difficult to do, you know, depending on situations in life and family and and those type of things, I think that it is very important to find a healthy work-life balance. And that changes, you know, um, through the through your journey, through, through what I'll call your cycle of business. You know, there's things you are willing to do um, that later in life that you may not be willing to do. Um, you know, for example, you know, when you start a business, you're willing to work day and night because you play so many different roles within that business, um, whether it's, you know, 12-hour days, late nights, early mornings, um, time away from family. Um, but as you grow or, or you get, you know, the proper team around you, you, you may not be willing to <laughs> to do those type of things. Uh, the opportunities or the money or, or whatever um, doesn't move you the same way as it used to. And that's just growth um, to me. Um, in my opinion, and and you'll have that in in your cycle of business where, you know, like I said, the things that you're willing to sacrifice or the things that you're willing to do, um, just they change. And you have to be willing and open to that change and to that growth because if you stick to certain ways and, certain, and, and, and you stay in certain cycles, um, it's hard to grow. Um, you know, I do believe hard work pays off 100% of the time. But I also believe that as you evolve that, you also can be just as effective if, if you work smarter and not harder. And you can only learn how to work smarter by the experiences that you go through. So, again, be willing to, to that change and to those experiences. Um, so your, you know, your journey and your work-life balance is, is intact. Um, one of the biggest things for me is, like, I've just recently learned about boundaries, period, in life, right? And you, it's important that you create those boundaries around work, around your employees, around your family time, because creating boundaries is very healthy for your mentals. Um, because if you don't have any boundaries and this person that didn't have any boundaries, um, you will be pulled in so many different directions to where you will be, you'll find yourself exhausted and depleted. And as I've grown to create boundaries with work, with employees around my family time, um, and then hold to those boundaries, I found that, A, the, pe the people around you will respect those boundaries, and B, um, you definitely will have more of a, a stable work-life balance, and and it's and it's very understood uh, when when you create those boundaries around your business, around your work, around your time, um, is what I'm mainly saying to create those boundaries around is your time because time is the most valuable thing in life. It's the only thing that we don't get back. Business deals go up and down, money and accounts go up and down. Um, you lose deals, you make deals, you know, employees come and go. 
Um, but the one thing that you don't get to get back is your time. So creating, you know, healthy boundaries around your time, around your business, your personal time for yourself. Um, if you have a family around your family time, um, and then just the things that, that, that you enjoy to do, I think it's very healthy. And, and in my experience of late, it's been very healthy for me to create boundaries, um, and hold, hold to those boundaries. And lastly, man, you have to have the family support. Um, everyone has to be in agreement with this lifestyle of owning a business and creating a check because there is a sacrifice, you know, of time away from, from your family. And that's not always physic physically, um, cause sometimes you go through things and business or you have to work late or just mentally, you're just not there, um, for, you know, your, your, yourself, your family, um, your friends, um, or whoever, whoever that support is. So, you know, um, having the right family support where everybody understands, um, the goals, the business, this, and, you know, this is the way, um, that the, that the family has in, in or your, when I say family, I just don't mean, um, you know, like kids, you know, family is, um, the people that you, share life experiences with that, you know, that, that create that, that support, um, is, is what I mean when, when I mean family, as well as, you know, if you do have a, you know, you know, wife, kids, husband, um, at home, um, because running a business is, is a sacrifice from time. So if that is not also in order or an agreement, it only makes that process um, more difficult because, again, you can't serve two things. Therefore, you're always going to be pulled to, you know, handle your family responsibilities. But as you start a new business, it's like it's like a baby that needs to be nourished and growth. And it, it takes time um, to nourish and grow that business and to execute your plan, um, to generate revenue, to create success and sustain the success and it takes a lot of time to do that. And if you don't have that family support and structure where they have the understanding that you may not always be available, you may miss a soccer game, you may, um, you know, miss a recital, um, and it can't be taken personal because the pull that, that happens um, is very tough to decide between like for me at least do you know you know do I let someone in my family down or do I or even myself down or do I um do I do something for the business so you know having the right family support is very important um to your work-life balance to just managing your time um but you know when those things are in line, when you have a great partner, when you, if you have kids, they're also in agreement and understanding, and all, the rest of your support as well is in is in agreement and alignment. You can definitely um, the work life balance that comes from business to managing um, the you know home life. Um, it, it's a lot easier in the topic of managing stress when when those things and your family are in alignment. 
So to wrap it up, thank you everyone for tuning in again. This is episode two of the Collab District podcast. I will, you know, do my best to come with a podcast uh, weekly, you know, just to kind of talk about different topics, have different people um, in the community on to share their knowledge about different aspects of business. And um, so just continue to support, subscribe, share, uh, like, leave your comments and reviews. Appreciate everybody tuning in to Lab District Podcast Episode 2.